Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. The following program is sponsored by Next Steps for Seniors Foundation. This is Next Steps for Seniors with your host, Wendy Jones. Each week, Wendy brings resources and information to help guide you through those next steps for your elderly parent or loved one. Now, here's Wendy Jones with this week's guest. Good morning and welcome to Next Steps for Seniors. I'm your host, Wendy Jones, and also, as you all know, owner and operator of Next Steps for Seniors, the business, and I hope everybody had an amazing Christmas and New Year. You're listening to this message on New Year's Day, Um, so good morning. (laughs) So I am here today with a very special guest, and we talked about this last month, that we are going to the first weekend of every month, we are going to do something a little different. And the reason we're doing something a little different, in case you didn't know, is we're living in a crazy world. And it's not just, you know, COVID and disease, etc. It is, you know, my goodness, school shootings, it is like crazy things happening. Um, a good uh, friend of Kennedy's is actually still missing to this day that went to uh, Adams High School locally right here and uh, went to the Michigan-Michigan State game and was ne- has never been seen since. So we're living in a world of craziness right now, and I pray every single day uh, for Brendan Santo, every single day, and for those families in Oxford. And, you know, this is something we don't take lightly, listeners. This is local. We're right here in Michigan, and this is happening in our area. And, you know, this message isn't meant to be gloom and doom, actually. We're going to do the opposite. It's, good. <laughs> it's here to encourage you. So, the, But the reason we're doing this message is why all the things I'm telling you, because we're living in a difficult world. We don't understand why things happen the way they do. But there's a God that we need to look to and that we need to pray more than anything. And seniors, I guess my goal today is to challenge you. If you're thinking, what can I do? You can pray. You can pray for these people. You can pray for our community. You can pray for our state and our country. And honestly, I think it's the absolute number one best thing we can all do. Absolutely. So Tim Helen, good morning. Good morning. Happy New Year. Yes. Happy, uh, happy New Year to you too. Pastor Tim is here with me today. And um, our topic, Love Over All is the first weekend of every month. So this is Love Over All week, and I'm excited to have you here today, Tim. It's Thank great you. to be here. Thanks for being here. And, you know, I am I know you have a message prepared that God's given you on your heart, and I'm thrilled about it because 
there's a lot going on, as we talked about in the first um, part of this uh, segment, and there is an answer to it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, as, you, as we look at and we, we live and experience the, the unprecedented, not good drama of, of our age, there's such a polarization today in our culture and in society on so many levels regarding, I mean, pick a topic, find the spectrum, and you find that people at, at every end of it. And, and it's not so much just opinions anymore. It's becoming uh, a level of intolerance in the face of all of these different ways of looking at life. And so um, I'm thrilled that, that you want to talk about love and that we have this, this series of, of how love covers all. And so I think as we're heading into 2022, which is just seems like an inordinately large number to be putting on a date, Right, but <laughs> it's giving our age away. Just yes, saying. it is. It is. Uh, but I, I believe that the timing couldn't be better. And and when we, I had a few people ask me, so so how do you define love? And that's what a better way to start 2022 than being able to sit down and say, okay, let's talk about love covering all, and let's start by really defining what love is for so many people. Uh, love is just an emotion. Love is a byproduct of events or relationships or a feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where I was heading. It's, it's, it becomes tied to a feeling. And I think we, we really set off in the wrong direction. If we start tying love to external influences, because love really, if when we go to the, the root definition of love, Love is a decision. Mm. Love is a commitment. Love is not ethereal. Love is very concrete. And the way that I want to start is if you, if you look at John 4 and, and, you, and you start reading, Jesus is talking here and, and John's recording and he says, Beloved, let us love one another. This is verse 7 of, from John 4. For love is from God. And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. And anyone who does not love does not know God. And then listen to what he says. Here's how he defines it. He says, because God is love. So for the, for the sake of our conversation and to help identify and define love, this is where we're going to start today. And what I want to do is look at, we, we spent quite a bit of time last month talking about the Bible and talking about God and coming to the realization that, that, that he is real, his word is true, and that this book, this thing called the Bible, this collection of writings, is to help us, number one, understand him, number two, understand how he relates to us, but then also how we can better relate to each other. Exactly. And so, so let, let, let's, let's, let's look at this, this whole... Um, social, cultural, uh, historical conundrum called love. And um, I want to start by saying this, that, that most people, you know, and I don't want the listeners to get all intimidated and think, oh my gosh, this is going to be the deepest philosophical, theological discussion I've ever heard. But it is. It, no. <laughs> it, it, it will, we'll, we'll dip into it, but we're going to come back out, and we're going to do that right now. By Let's start by looking at how do you know 
how somebody feels about something. And, and when, when we start attaching the word love to something, now we just had uh, a week of amazing celebrations and meals family. And, and so, mm-hmm. so you open a gift up and your hoped response would be, Oh my gosh, I love this. Yes. And if you spend hours creating a, a meal and, you know, we did a, a prime rib. And so when you cut into the prime rib and people taste it, you want them to say, Oh, I love, love this. this. Mm-hmm. And so we attach this word actually fairly lightly to a lot of things and um, when you look at the pair of gloves that somebody gave you or the, you know, the empty bone of a rib roast or whatever, can you really love that? And the answer is, well, no, you can have intense, great feelings towards it, which would be like, you can like something. But love, really, that word should be reserved for the highest level of passion and um, devotion that a person has to to elements in their life. So when you wake up and you roll over and you see your spouse, you really should feel, and what should be going through your mind is, oh, I love that person. When you get up, you know, in the, mor- in the morning or in the middle of the night, if your kids are really young and you go into their room and you see your kids, that should be love. And and every but only when they're really little, right? Or I'm kidding. <laughs> well, it's much easier then. <laughs> it will be challenged when they hit about eleven or twelve, and then at eighteen again. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I will say this: it returns at twenty-five. <laughs> it's all good. Yes, but you can tell what a person's love, what a person really loves, by what they're devoted to. And so, so here we are. We're living in a time. Where um, you 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 start following the lives of people, and, and if you, it's easier now on social media when you look at the heavy hitters and social trending and people that are are leaders in in whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Um, they love doing that, but is that the correct spot to be putting our love? Right, mm-hmm. and so. In, in heading in towards the next session, I want to throw this out there that first and foremost, this emotion of love should be directed at God. And, and because, too, God is love, like right. you mentioned. That's right. He is the root, the cause, the beginning, and the end of perfect love. And listeners, I just want to circle back. You, you articulated that so well. I want to circle back to the to the beginning of the segment when we talked about the Bible, because he really did give us this book as a guide yes. for our lives. And it specifically says that God is love. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and Jesus here is letting us know that if you want to know what real love is and you want to know how to love perfectly, you need to know God because God is is love. And and there's a difference between knowing of God mm-hmm. and knowing God. Right, right. <laughs> and I'm sure we're going to touch we'll on know. that <laughs> one of these months. I'm just not going to lie because it's so critical. It has completely transformed my life. Having a true relationship and, and having conversation with God 
has completely transformed my life. And I want that for each and every one of us. And guess what? It's possible. It's hanging there. For every single person to have this relationship because that is what God developed and designed us for. Mm -hmm. You are listening to The Patriot. FM 101.5 AM 1400, and we can't wait to get into the next segment, but it'll be right after this break. This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5 AM 1400. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors. Our topic today, uh, in case you're just tuning in, is love over all. And the beginning of every month, we are going to focus on that topic and for obvious reasons, because we're living in some crazy times. And to be quite honest, I think we all need to kind of refocus our energy and our thought process and really our daily prayer devotional time to love. And this is our topic today, love over all. And we have Pastor Timothy Helland, who is pastor at Creekside Christian Church, and he is here with us today sharing words from the Bible, scriptures from the Bible. And we talked about this last month, listeners, pull those Bibles off, dust them off and stick (laughs) them on the kitchen table, put them on the middle of the counter. This is a time like no other. Um, And we're blessed to have Tim with us today, uh, Pastor Tim. So he can actually go into this word and give us scriptures and we can look them up and we can do some research because that's what we're here for. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's wonderful to be here. I'm so glad you're here with us. And so, you know, God is love and and, and that's lofty, like you mentioned. I mean, it's a big and we're going to go deep, but but talk talk to us, Tim. We're we're on the edge of our seats on, on what we're moving into in this next segment. Well, you know, it is um intimidating to to look at this. It's not a love is not a concept. Love is a concrete uh, universal element, not not like iron or gold or anything like that. But when you when you talk about what really binds us together, you know, on a emotional, relational, spiritual level, it's love. So as we learned in the last segment, that to understand God, you need to or understand love. You need to know God, not just know of Him. You need to have this relationship with Him. And in getting to know God, as Jesus says, God is love. John writes that. And, and, and I love how Paul defines this. And you go to the book of Romans, which I call the Magna Carta of Christianity. When, if you want to know how Christianity works, read Romans. Paul does such a beautiful job defining it there. And in, in the eighth chapter of the book of Romans, in verse 35, Paul, Paul writes, and he says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? So, so we have this, this question that we can now grab onto to understand how does this thing, this, this reality of love get from the creator of everything to us? And, 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 and so Paul, he kind of reverses the, he reverse engineers this and he says, what in the world can separate us from it? So, so now we have, there's in the question, there's this threat, uh-oh, what blocks God's love from us? And here's the answer. Nothing. Wow. And it's because, as I said, as we said in the last uh, session, love is not just a feeling. Love is not just an emotion. Love is not just tied to relationships or events or circumstance. Love is a decision. And, And let me start in this segment by saying God has determined to love you and me. 
Regardless of anything. Re- regardless. And so to understand that, now let's jump from Romans back to John, and you go to John 3. This is the verse that everybody learns first when, they, when they're growing up as Christians. And, and it's, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him would not die but have everlasting life. And so we have this, this, that one scripture sums up the entire Bible most beautifully, better than any one scripture in the entire Bible, John 3.16 covers it. And so it takes the sum total of all the doctrine and all the theological constructs of Christianity, and it gives it to us in three lines. And we realize that because God loved the world, and now let's let's reverse engineer that. It doesn't say for God so loved the rabbis. It doesn't say for God so loved the successful Jewish people. It doesn't say for God so loved the beautiful. For God so loved, you know, the conservative or the liberal. Blah blah. It says the world. Every single person. So much, he gave his son. God made the decision to love. So he sent his son. He said, all you have to do believe and so so when when we come to this understanding not just of what god's love is but how available it is and 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 that's where where paul gets to when we jump back now to romans 8 and he says are you are you worried what are you worried about something keeping god's love from being able to get you are you are you worried about something that you've said something that you've done something in your past your actions right yeah. right so, behaviors right. right and that and and trust me all of us have issues whether they're you know that we have addictions and you name it there's send all... and fallen short yes. right right we've all had issues and so person after person would come to christ and to paul and, and any minister since then and say I'm afraid, I'm worried that fill in the blank will keep me will from... keep will keep God from being able to love me because I'm not perfect. And Paul says, no, no, no. Here's what you need to understand. The way that God's love comes to man is perfect. And so nothing, nothing that you've done, nothing that you've said, nothing that's been done to you, nothing, not, nothing in your past or in your ancestors' past or... Nothing can keep you from God's love except you. He says the way that you receive it is just open yourself up to receiving his son, Jesus Christ, as your savior. When you do, boom, the sum total of all God's love drops on you. And so we see that the picture of the being that defines love is that the love that he gives to us is it's it, there's nothing blocking it. There's no filter. There's no. It's just when you say yes, I want it. Boom! It's, it's all there. yours, and, and, and all of it. How much of your sin does He forgive? All of it. How much of your eternity does He redeem? All of it. And so we see that the love of God is is so total and so perfect, and and what He's doing here is He's setting a precedent. That he's showing us how he loves us, which is going to lead us to the next session, so that we can begin to understand how to love him. So, listeners, I mean, this is this is amazing, Pastor. Thank you. Um, I just want to circle back because 
we do have a position to play in this. And as easy as you just said it, <laughs> it sometimes can be very difficult. And it, I'm going to tell you why, because people over the course of time have hardened their hearts or we have seen the world through our own glasses because of our past experiences and things that we've experienced in our lives. We are looking at everything differently. Um, sometimes I say the glass, the glass is half empty versus half full, right? Mm -hmm. It's how you look at a situation. Right, right. And because of our past experiences, everyone's looking at things differently. But this is what is so cool about this message. None of that matters because the Bible, the greatest book ever read, I might add, has the truths. And it's a, it's a guidebook that God gave us because he loves us but and it, we have to respond to that oh there, yeah we have to open ourselves up we have to say i accept you i receive you god please forgive me forgive me for this 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 and this because if you don't ask for that forgiveness how is he going to give it to you we well, have to be open to it and this is where i love that and these connections work very well from session to session that you when you come to the reality that that God is love, and you realize that the that this this character of God is not just a character; it's His nature, and and you begin to understand that because He loves us, He wants the best for us. So He's going to say, "Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa don't do that." And so all of the don't do's that we bring, we think block God's love for us, and He says, "Whoa, no, 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 no." All it's doing is blocking your ability to receive my love. It's already there. It's already flowing. And so if someone is standing next to a river and they're dying of thirst and they have all their faculties, whose fault is it that they're dying of thirst? Right. Because this, is, all this love is coursing by at such an unprecedented level. And, and actually what God is saying is get in. Just get in. Receive it. And um, as, as here's where we'll go in the next session the more we begin to understand who God is and the more of God that we allow into our lives, the more his nature becomes our nature. And so, you know, I would love, and it hasn't happened yet, but I would love when people talk about Tim Helen and I'm not around, they say, oh, that man is love. Right. You are. Well, <laughs> <laughs> bingo. <laughs> But, but listeners, this is, this is what's so powerful about this. So the first segment, God is love. The second segment really is about how God loves us. Yes. Unconditionally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Truly unconditionally. And your example of someone standing by the river and being dying of thirst is exactly it. We have to open ourselves up. So listeners, I just encourage you today, open your heart, open your mind don't have roadblocks. Don't have judgmental feelings or eyes about this. Open yourself up and say, God, I love you. And forgive me, please. Mm. And we're going to be back in just one moment. This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors. Uh, as you've all been uh, listening and tuning in, our topic today is love over all. And our guest is Pastor Timothy Helland from 
Creekside Church right here in Rochester. And his website, I'm going to let him give it to you. Yeah, see the number four, excuse me, see the number three, the number four, the letter U.org. C3forU.org. C3forU.org. Nice yep. and simple and easy. Mm-hmm. And it's C3 because it's Creekside Christian, Christian Church. Church. Three C's. Got it. See? I can quick pick up fast. <laughs> I love so, it. <laughs> so Pastor is, is really um, sharing from his heart today and has really been seeking the Lord and getting some scriptures. And our topic, love overall, is is important. It's, you know, it's something that I feel like we need as a community. We need as listeners, we need, um, really as the United States of America, to be quite Mm -hmm, honest, but, mm -hmm. but we're here in Michigan. And so this is where we start. Start here. (laughs) So share pastor Tim, what, what we're, what we've got going on in our next segment. Well, in, in, in working our way from the, the universal understanding of, of, the the concrete reality of love, which is we started with God is love. And then we begin to see how God has made the decision to love us. So he's committed to loving us. That's why he sent Jesus to the earth to take our sins. And, and he, you know, love covers all. He created the bridge to get us back to him so that this relationship can be complete. So it can be restored. And, and so as we come through this discussion, it's, it's not just enough to receive God's love. That's where everything starts. We really need to now learn how to love God back and take all the constructs of love as we understand it by, by going through his word and looking at, at who God is and how he loves and then internalizing that. And, and sending that back to God, because the, the only thing that I think that it's worse than not being loved is, is loving someone and it not coming back. And we see that. And, and, and it's, and, and, and the reason that that happens, um, and I don't just want to say culturally, because I think it's, it would be better stated historically. The reason that happens is because things happen in life and we become offended and hurt, which make us, we can become jaded. And all of a sudden, we become guarded and we put up walls and we're like, well, they said this or they did this or all of these other things happened and um, I don't want to get hurt. Where would we be if that's how God loved us? And can you, could you imagine if, if it, it I don't even want to, I don't want to say it because it's so heretical. But what if God said, I'll, I'll only send my son t- for 10%. these people. Yeah, exactly. They did. You know, John three sixteen again, God so loved who everyone. So he made the decision. He says, I am going to love you. And all I'm asking you to do now. And here's where this, where our part comes in is, Hey, love me back. And, and, and here's what we find. I love the psalmist, David, he wrote about this. David was a passionate man. David was a man after God's own heart. These are all things that we know about David. It wasn't perfect, but he was a man after God's heart. He loved God and God loved David. And, and, and as you read some of his, his Proverbs in Psalms 145, it says the Lord preserves all who love him. So, so, God will help sustain everyone who loves him. And somebody says, well, that doesn't seem very fair. Well, 
he's already given his love to everyone. And he's saying, if you, if you really want this to work, then it's two way. Yeah. Start, start sending it back up. Now, now does God need our love? No, no, but, but God desires our love. And here's what happens as we love God. It's that love going back to him that becomes our, our preservative. It's what keeps us going. It's what protects us. And if, if you keep reading like uh, Psalms, I think it's down in Psalms five and, and Isaiah 56, both these guys write about that, that all who take refuge in the Lord, in thee, talking to God, rejoice. Let them ever sing for joy. And, and then it says, and you do defend them. So not only does he preserve us, he defends us. So, so the greatest defense that we can have in life is loving God. Now, and I love talking about, we just celebrated Christmas, which is a, a wonderful holiday. I, lo- I love the Christmas season. I love Christmas Eve. But, but look at how God changed the narrative of, of conquering a world by sending a helpless baby through a poor young woman who's not married yet to a very poor man from a poor district. And she has the baby basically outside in a in barn. A barn. <laughs> right. So, so, so this is the setup. And, and you see, God takes the whole narrative of conquering the world, turns it upside down, sends a defenseless baby into the world and says, now, watch him. And, and what he does is he, he is the king of king and the Lord, Lord of, of lords Lord. and in this little tiny baby. And, you know, as, as awesome as Matthew, Mark and Luke are in their introduction of Jesus. I love how Mark does, or John, the gospel of John, when he says is the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And the same was with God from the beginning. It says and he was the light of life. So he God comes in and, and Jesus becomes the face of God's love in this world. And so, and he, everything he did, he did back for the father. And he's saying, you want to, you want to, you want to be like me, do like me. And, and Jesus loved everyone. He just, he, he just, you know, Samaritans, Jewish people, Northern, Southern, either side of well, the lake. And, and looking back, I mean, I just, I'm thinking of this as we're talking, but looking back, how differentiated people were, mm-hmm. right? Because you had you had the Samaritans, you had the Jew, you had all these different classes. I'm going to call it, so to speak. Oh yeah, right mm-hmm. of people. And here, welcome to 2022. <laughs> I mean, we're not that far off the mark. Um, and what an example he gave us in loving everybody. Mm-hmm. And you and you see that God wanted the world to know. So he, he starts by talking to Abraham, and then he comes through Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, you come in and all of a sudden Moses is on the scene and he pulls everybody out and they go through the wilderness and time and time again, every one of them, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph was a pretty good guy. Moses made mistakes, made mistakes, made mistakes. Did I like God... how you said jo- Joseph was pretty good. Well, all yeah. the other ones had big things. Oh, Joseph... man, yeah, little ones. <laughs> <laughs> but but when, in, in the end, no matter how many mistakes they made, God said, no, no, no you're still mine. Because here again, it was love. a decision. And God said, no, I am going to love you. And so, so we need to be able to love God back that way and understand his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. But what, what the Bible does say, he says, here's what I'm going to do. 
what I'm going to do for you, your eye hasn't seen, your ear hasn't heard. He says, your mind can't even conceive what I want to do for you. That's scripture, just so everybody yes, knows. <laughs> yes. And so, so he's saying, love me so I can bring you into these things. And, 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 and so people say, well, how do we love God? Just make the decision. Make the commitment. And this is where we're going to go in the next session. Because the way that we spell the, the decision to love is commitment. Love is, that decision is a committed decision, which means there's no reverse. You go forward. And, and that's what God has done for and us. And you keep going in spite of all things. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's the part that I think we need the most right now, personally, because there's, you, don't, you don't change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, so, and that's where, to, to understand this and to, and to answer it as simply as I can, how do you love God? Serve him. Take your life. So what did he give for us? Everything. Everything. So what does he ask back? Everything. Yeah, he says, I don't want anything except your life. And when we begin to live our lives for him, and this, you know, for the listeners, as I have watched your life unfold in the last 20 some years, what was, we go way back, <laughs> a, a, a passion for ministering to folks in, you know, senior centers and whatnot has become a call. And because you gave your life to do that is the reason we're on the air right now. And folks. 2022 can be your year to commit your life to serving God, to dedicating, to becoming dedicated to loving God by saying, here I am, take every ounce of me. And, and, I, and I will say this, this is, this is the greatest promise and the clearest prophecy that I can give anyone. When you do that, your life becomes a life that takes on the nature of God, the nature of God's love. And all of a sudden, everything you say, everything you do becomes the, the, the thumbprint of God through us in loving other people. So we don't want to be receptacles of God's love. As, as awesome as it's on, yes, I want to be filled with God's love. But that's not where it stops. We want to be conduits so, so the love comes to us and goes right through us. And well, Wendy, you're a great example of that. You're listening to The Patriot FM 101.5 AM 1400. And thank you, Pastor Tim. What a gift you have. We'll be back in just a moment. This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot FM 101.5 AM 1400. Our topic today, love over all. And Pastor Tim Helland has just been doing a remarkable job of sharing scripture, sharing examples and really diving into the, not just biblical, but historical and all the different perspectives, which I think is really critical, um, especially for anyone who might be doubting how exactly that works. Um, because the Bible truly is our guideline. It's the truth. It is uh, the number one selling book in the world today. Mm, and mm-hmm. there's a reason for that, because people know that that's truth. And in a world where we're really questioning what's true, anymore, what's true and what's false. And it is difficult sometimes to listen to someone and have that discernment and be like, is that really true? And then what do you do? You go to Google and you think that's the answer. (laughs) (laughs) Listeners, the answer is the Bible. Mm -hmm. Really. Um, That's where you find true truth and God will give that to you. So just want to encourage you on that. And 
you know, Pastor Tim has a church. And for those of you that live locally, uh, or if you're willing to drive, you can go explain to our listeners. Yeah, we are in the uh, southeast corner of Rochester Hills at Auburn and DeQuinder, just a block west there. It's just a cute little church built in 49, been there for a long time. We've been there for about almost three years now. Okay. All right. So it's right here locally and he's got services every Sunday at which time? Sunday at 11. Sunday at 11. Um, and you'll be out of there by maybe three. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you'll be out of there by 12. Okay. So an hour's <laughs> service. Not, not so bad. So, um, you know, and this, these are the times that you have an opportunity to sit under and listen every week. Mm-hmm. If you're enjoying this once a month, you can do it every week, right? And mm-hmm. there's a lot of great churches that you can get fed from. I'm yes. a good Bible preaching church. It's got to be based on the Bible. And I, I just want to share this because this is a good, this is on my spirit right now. I went to a church once and sat there with a friend for one hour. And after about three minutes, I picked up, they had not mentioned the name Jesus or any scripture verses, like any, you know, actual scriptures from the Bible. Then after about 10 minutes, still no, no word of Jesus or scriptures. So I leaned over and whispered in my friend's ear and I said, are we sure that this church, because it was her choice to go there. I said, are we sure that this church is following the Bible? And she's like, oh, well, he's, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, okay. And then, and then 10 minutes later, she leans into my ear. She's like, yeah, I don't know. because <laughs> So That's by the end of the scary. service, yeah, let me tell you, we walked out of there. Because in all I could, my spirit was like looking at all these people in this church thinking they think that they're in a church with God and, and Jesus. And, and it, there's different churches out there, mm-hmm, listeners. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Be on guard and use discernment in in your spirit. God will show you and tell you if you're in the right place. So, Pastor Tim, share with us again. I know we're moving into our last segment. If you haven't if you haven't heard already, the first three were amazing, um, and you can find our podcast. Just so you know, on PatriotDetroit.com. Mm-hmm. Go to local podcast if anybody wants to rehear this message. Well, we, we've we, we've defined love, and we, we've come to understand that God is love. And we see how God has made the decision intentionally to love us and how he gives his love to us. And then how we learn to return that love and the benefits of living under the preservation and the protection of God by, by giving that love back. And, and all of a sudden, we're, we be, it, it, it seems almost um, beyond human understanding to think that we can have a relationship with God. But that's exactly what he desires. He says that. You know that that I could be with you and you could be with me. That we can have you know have fellowship as to have this interactive life with God. And but it, but it only happens by receiving His love and then giving that love back. And so, as we as we learn to live this way, and as God's nature becomes our nature, as God's love becomes a part of who we are, all of a sudden the way that we interact with everyone else, and what I like to say is. We learn to go from the vertical love to horizontal love. Mm. That's a good and way to put is, it. And that is learning to love every person around us. And, and this comes to, this is why we're doing this. And I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled that we're, we're, staying, we're saying this session in the first day of 2022. Because the, the way that you bridge all of these chasms in life with all of the spectrums of all the differences that we have culturally and socially is by learning to live like Christ on this earth. And, and, and trust me, that love, 
that Christ has given to us, that now he's saying, now go and do likewise, go and love like me, will we'll begin to build bridges over pretty much every, every chasm, every difference that begins to bridge the gap of all those spectrums of thoughts. Now, I, I'm not saying that everybody's going to agree with you and everybody's going to think like you, but you see, it's not our job to change them. Thank you. Our job is just to show the love of Christ. And let, let, as they get to know God, as they begin to receive, well, God will do what he needs to do with them. That's, that's not our job. And so uh, when you look at how over and over again, and, and, and we hear it from Jesus in the Gospels, but I'm going to go all the way back to Deuteronomy. And so, so God is defining love. And, and, and the, the early Israelites are, are under Moses, and they're like, well, who are we supposed to love? Who are we supposed to do this for? And God says, everyone, everyone, not just the Israelites, everyone learn to love this way. Well, like in particular, when he says, this is where God goes. You really want to know orphans, widowers, the fatherless, those in prison. That's what Jesus says. What is pure and undefiled religion? Basically, it's, it's to be able to to love and to give to someone who could never give it back. And, and what did I say was one of the worst feelings in life? is when you put love out there and it doesn't come back. But, but God is saying, oh, 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 and Jesus said it. Listen, I was persecuted. I was tortured. I was reviled. You need to understand that's probably going to happen to you. But you see, we don't love because they love us. We love because God loves them. And, and when we begin to live that way, when we begin to look at life through allowing God to put that lens over our eyes, all of a sudden, we stop worrying so much with whether or not they think, speak, talk, look, act like us. And um, we, I, I say this to people all the time. All I have to do is go back to that time in my life when I was not with God and I was living a, not a good life at all. But You, did, Pastor Tim? Yeah, I know. It's hard <laughs> to believe. <laughs> but, but did God love me? Yep. He, that decision never changed. His son came for me. And all I had to do was wake up one day. I was about 18 years old when it really hit me, when I was like, you know, this doesn't seem to be working so well. And, and listeners, this happens to everybody at a different time in mm -hmm. your life. You could be mm -hmm. 18. You could be 50. It doesn't matter. It happens throughout your entire lifetime. But here's the key. You want this to happen before you pass away onto the next life. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, when you look at the, the next step, the most major next step, the most important graduation that all of us face is is to eternal life and 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 when when you the question is so so what does this look like if we're going to show the love of christ then it has to include the love of enemy and this is where we get really kind of bound up but this is what's going to set us up for next month how do we build a bridge to someone who's completely different doesn't think like us at all doesn't, doesn't even want to be like this. As a matter of fact, maybe they hate us. And this is where allowing the nature of God to become our nature, to begin to learn to love God back so that he can preserve and protect. Then as we begin to reach towards that enemy in life, that person who does not agree and doesn't want to agree, and you keep sowing love in that direction, you just keep sprinkling it out there. Who's got your back? God. And this is over and over. We've seen it culturally, historically. This is how the church has grown, by, by willing participants in the, in the 
a decision to follow and to serve God, saying, okay, I want to be like you. And trust me, God will begin to make you more like him. That's the loftiest goal you could ever achieve. And that's what we all want. That's what we all want. And, and listeners, I just want to, I just want to encourage you. You can do this in any area that you're in. It, you can do this when you're going to Starbucks and buying a coffee. Mm. You can show love. You can share with people. You can pay it forward. I mean, there's so many opportunities and you say, well, I'm just a school teacher. Well, guess what? Showing love to students that would be amazing right now. Mm, you know, mm. these are opportunities. Don't ever say, well, I, I'm just doing this or I just work at a university. You're in an area for a reason and it's purposeful and God's going to use you in that area for a reason. So mm -hmm. I just want to encourage you. I believe that 2022 is going to be a year where, where all of us can allow this nature of God to begin to be reflected through us in everything we do and everything we say and everywhere we go. Let's start building those bridges. Absolutely. Absolutely. What a great way to start 2022. Thank you, Pastor Tim. Oh, privilege have, to be here. You have blessed us all. And listeners, thank you for tuning in and let's make it a great year. You're listening to The Patriot FM 101.5 AM 1400. Happy New Year. You've been listening to this week's edition of Next Steps for Seniors with your host, Wendy Jones. You can reach Wendy with any questions you have at area 248-651-5010. That's 248-651-5010. Join us again next week as Wendy provides more information and resources for those important next steps for your elderly parent or loved one. The preceding program was sponsored by Next Steps for Seniors Foundation.